Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, Turnbuckles, Trunks, and Titles presents to you Nicholas London and Cuball Carmichael. I say it, 
sitting here and discussing, it does no justice. Uh, people have got to sit down and watch this. And the weekend warriors, as we call them, they really need to sit down and watch this because this guy, the name fits it perfectly because that's what he is. He's a journeyman who really deserves so much more than what he's ever asked for in this business. And uh, he has my utmost respect from here on out. He did in the past, but more now watching that video, you really can learn about who somebody is. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've known him a long time, and and uh, he's consistently just been one of those guys who really has never, like, over-publicized himself. I mean, and he's just went out there and done the grind year after year after year after year. I was talking with him today, and I, I said, I think it was six years ago that I did my last independent top 20 because I was out there, so I saw guys every week. And uh, he made number two for the year. And the only reason he's honestly number two is Chase Stevens was number one, but Chase had had a TNA contract, and it was supposed to be all pure indie guys. But Chase had done so much for the indies and been so busy on the indies and done so much for all of us that I, I put Chase first, but in actuality – uh, our next guest was the guy who really had the top spot. And, and I realize he's done WWF shots before too, but I mean, he's never been under contract. So, you know, he was the top guy who'd never been under contract at the time. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty cool to be able to, to, you know, follow him for years and put him in that spot for me. So. Well, as I said to you before we went live, if uh, as from a guy who I've watched more documentaries in the world of professional wrestling than most people I know, and uh, very proud of that, and I've seen some pretty amazing ones. And uh, if if I was going to sit here and tell you my top three as of now, uh, his documentary three sixteen productions. Dude, they are on my top three, hands down. I can't encourage people enough that when this becomes available, grab it while you can. Trust me on that. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. I, I put it right up in my top two or three, too. I really did. I, th- I thought it was that good, man. I was, you know, it takes a lot for me to get moved by something like that at this point in my in my career, in my life, and it was like, wow. Everything about it, everything from the beginning right till the end credits, I was blown away. And to sit here and tell you, like, I thought, well, I'll put it on, but if I'm in and out, no big deal. It's on, and I'll grab what notes I can, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen, but I won't listen kind of deal. Cause I, yeah, he's going call- to be, be calling in here in a minute, by the way. Oh, good, good. Yeah, no, and I got my eye on it. But when I think it was maybe two minutes in, and that was it, I was like, nope, 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 not moving. And I literally planted, and I made sure I was comfortable, and I never stopped watching that show. That good. Yeah, yeah. I You know, if you'd have been like me and watched it last week, you would have watched it twice by now, because I watched it a second time. It was so good, and I was like, wow, it's just as good the second time. Oh, I'm going to watch it with my wife. I, I I told her 
uh, when she gets home from Fredericton, I want to sit down with her and watch it because I said, you'll really appreciate what, where it is I, where I come from and what I love. Like, this will give you a different look on it. And I'm going to say this. I like this a hell of a lot more than the way they portrayed the wrestler in the movie, The Wrestler. Yeah, I do too. You know, I think it's it's a definitely a more accurate portrayal of somebody who's had to grind. We've, we've you know, and I've seen the guys that were on top at one point and been down and out like the movie The Wrestler too. But you know, this one this one didn't have a couple million bucks behind it. Um, you know, it didn't have Darren Aronofsky directing it. It was uh, more instead of a movie, it was uh, documentaries to me are the way to go when you do something like this because it's real life. When you do a movie, it's a portrayal and it's an actor, and you know, yeah, maybe you worked did a great job and everything, but he's not—he's not a wrestler, you know. No, <laughs> he played a wrestler for a while, but he's not a wrestler. So. That's right. He—he—he he, he read a script and he did his best to portray the script. So, uh, my hat's off to him. Obviously, I own it. I bought it to put it away. But this, oh, I'd probably be willing to give this to a Christmas gift to my friends in the business because, and then again, I'm not even blowing smoke here. This is me being very open and I would encourage my friends in the business to watch this and maybe, just maybe, you'll see just what it really is, what the grind really means and just how important it is to stay on top of your game. Sure, and you know the thing is, when when you're out there as much as as he has been in the last, you know, fifteen years, I mean, it, it, one of the things that it does is fourteen, fifteen years is, you know, you're always working with something. Something's always hurting. Something always not working right. Something's always, you know, you're you're always. I think he said it best: there's, there's a difference between being hurt and injured. You're always learning to work hurt. So. He's calling yeah. him right now, as a matter of fact. So you always know the worker. If you're going to work 100 nights a year, I mean, you're going you're gonna, to you, – it's only a matter of time before cumulative microtrauma takes over and <laughs> something isn't doing right. You know, oh, just out there. You know, it's, uh, no. it's just a crazy part of the, the business nobody sees. I think in the beginning, uh, the, the line that made me not chuckle – but thank God, is like he's on point. And it was the bank accounts are empty and the credit cards are maxed. And that's where I went, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, been there, here's done that. Guy, yeah, exactly. And here's a guy that is, he's not he's not lying to you. He's not, and just so you know, I'm on, I'm watching for him as we speak. I don't want you to think I'm not paying attention. I do that again. Um, hey Nick, he, hey Nick, he's getting a, yeah. Nick, he's getting he's getting a busy signal when he's calling in. He is. Yes, we said. All right, hold on. I'm gonna send you that number again just to be sure. Yes, yeah, send a text to me again. I'll text it to him just in case I gave him the the previous one, the old one. Yeah, yeah no worries. I Frank, I'm sorry. Worst case one. scenario, you can call your cell phone and you can put him in on a three way call and. Yeah, if I only knew how to do that, would be good, right? All right. Why do you call him? Forget who you're talking to. The dinosaur professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. I'm putting it through. So, at, least, 
At least I'm a T-Rex. <laughs> Welcome to Triple T Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Frankie, what's going on? Oh, not much, man. Just sit up here at the WWE Training Center, training the Marvel Stars, and, and uh, take all... Thank God for these kids, man, because I can't do this much longer. I don't know how many bucks I got left in my bump card, so thank God for these kids. They're going to take my job. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Every every time you take one bump, there's one less. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I'm borrowing bumps now. I got to use people's like credit cards. I'm borrowing people's bumps. I walk in the locker room, I've been about to grab one of yours. Can I bump a bump off you, please? I only take two backs off a year. I'm dying. Hey, every, every time I see a construction site and it's got that one sign that says bump, I look at it and go, you don't even know, brother. You don't even know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys can hear this stuff in the background. like shotgun blast going off. You guys take these monsters. Bumps. I worked a match on uh, Friday. I didn't bump once. I didn't bump one time. I was like, man, I, I could do this every week. I didn't have to bump. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, listen. listen so, so you're you're on here with my part, partner Nick, and he got a chance to watch the uh, the Journeyman documentary, man. And you know, you know, I told you how I felt about it. I just want to say it publicly because I thought it was one of the single best documentaries about wrestling I ever seen, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was uh, I was just talking to one of my students about it, and uh, I sent her the link that I sent you guys. It's brand new from. Uh, uh, Al Snow's uh, Academy of Little W. She's been out here for that tryout coming up in March. And uh, she watched it last night, and she walked in today, and she she cursed at me. And she was like, I hate you. And she was like, after you, Coach. She goes, you, you made a cry last night. And I was like, well, what the hell? I forgot to just link us. What the hell I do? I already got a wife that made me cry all the time. Dude, what the hell? And uh, but she, she just absolutely like, fell in love with it. And, uh, the director was fantastic, honestly. I mean, it was he did such a great job, Paul Stewart and Global Genesis Group did such an amazing job with it. Um, so I, I can't take really any credit for it because for somebody that's that be able to make me look good on camera is a genius. I mean, they deserve all the awards in the world. Hey, 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 Frank, you got to slow down a little bit because of the background noise around public here. Yeah, I'm hey. walking outside. Hold on one second. Hey, two guys. Hey, we're both from New York, so we talk a little fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking outside right now. Um, but uh, Thanks, he, um, you know, we got you know, Paul Stewart was a fantastic director. He, um, you know, the, the ability to to take thousands of hours worth of footage that just, well, he sat in the car and they got a hotel and they slept on the floor and slept in my house and he got every moment of our lives for about a six month period and just. Anybody who's got the ability to make me feel good on cameras, it's an absolute genius and an artist. That's, that's, that's pretty hard job. Oh, God. Well, well Nick, let Nick, I'll let Nick, my partner here, I know you were on with him years ago. I'll let Nick tell you uh, what he said about about the production company and the director. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to shoot right from the hip on this one. I said it to Q just a little while ago. I've watched uh, hundreds of documentaries and so many on professional wrestling. I mean, I, I love this business. I respect it and respect every person that answers the bell. This documentary for me was top three, hands down. And I mean that, and I've seen some good ones. And 316 Productions, what they did with you. With uh, with Storm, 
that entire thing was a home run, a grand slam. It was a three-pointer. It was a touchdown right from the beginning to the end. And I would encourage every person in this business to sit down, and it will be the best hour and a half of their life to learn this business and just see what the real grind is. Because you were the grind, and I have so much respect for you, man. Thank you very much. That that really means a lot from the heart. Like it's, I'm humbled to hear those words, and it's um, and I appreciate the kind words. I mean, it, you know, um, and that's uh, you know, uh, uh, that's really what we shot for was was to to really give an accurate depiction of of how the industry you know really is, and both the good and the bad. You know, um, even through that horrible time that that we had, and going through those trials and tribulations that we had, and hitting that rock bottom. Um, I never, I never lost the love for the industry, and my wife never lost the love for the industry. And it, 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 if nothing else, it made our bond stronger as, as a married couple, and it made our, our bond with the industry just that much stronger. Because, you know, uh, to be quite honest, uh, if it wasn't for the business, you know, the business itself and the industry, uh, I'm not really sure. You know, I, I know myself, I would have made it. Um, you know, thank God for my wife. You know, Stormy Lee, she was my rock through the whole thing, and uh, really held everything together. Um, everything is in that film is, is 100% real. Um, except the part where, where I was running up the hill. I, mean, I don't know if he was living, but he made me run. I don't run. I don't run anywhere. And he made me run up the hill. He's like, it's like Rocky. Well, there's a difference between Rocky and me. He was going to fight Drago. I'm an indie fat guy, and he made me run up the hill. Don't do that. And uh, that was the only thing that wasn't real. Um, I think he did it to Ricky, but everything else was, was 100% real. Um, everything you saw, the argument with Stormy and I, everything was, you know, we're talking thousands of dollars worth of footage, you know, literally riding on a sheet of ice to get a you know, Luke Hawks promotion in Louisiana, and, and uh, you know, but for every, for every bump in the road, we, we still had, a, you know, a, a come up and, and, you know, which is a, um, you know, a, a, I guess a, a feather in the cap to the industry itself, because, you know, the business is built on emotion, of course, which we all know, and it's built on ups and downs, that dolphin effect, um, and, and, you know, we lived it, and live it every day, you know, and, uh, you know, if I can give that story to one person, not being a cliche, and help them through something, they're going to have to be resident, uh, by no stretch, because it's a life lesson, um, whatever you're going through, just keep fighting, just keep digging, because it's, you know, eventually going to come out on the other side, you know? Well, I, you know, I think one of, one of the things that I got out of, out of the film, too, which I already knew, because I've seen your matches before, obviously, we were talking about, and I wanted to do a Jay Lethal, the first one I saw years ago, and I think that the, the people that watch this, watch your facial expression, and learn how to sell things the correct way. I appreciate that. I mean, I had some, I, I had some great coaches and some great trainers. I was fortunate. Um, of course, I started yeah. out with you know, exotic Adrian Street, and uh, you know, probably one of the best ever. One of the, I mean, one of the toughest SOBs in the world. You know, still is today at 83 years old. Is years now, and uh, you know, Bill DeMott. Um, you know, he was a fantastic coach. And I was in the South uh, for that sort of time. And, and uh, you know, of course, Ron Neen, you know, is, you get better faces than Ron Neen. So it's like I had, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of great coaches and mentors, uh, a lot of people along the way that took time that they didn't have to take and uh, to groom me and to kind of show me the, uh, um, you know, show me the better way to do things and, and to work smarter, not harder, and uh, less is more and all the things that we as, as coaches now, and yourself as a coach and trainer, say probably 100 times to practice. I mean, I've been in practice for two hours today, and I've said it about 100 times. So, um, you know, nothing in the industry comes, comes easy. So, 
you know, I'm in 19 years right now, so, um, you know, I tell guys and girls all the time, you know, the, 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 um, yeah, everybody said, well, what's the key to the business? What's the key to success? What's the key to – there isn't one. You know, it's repetition. It's really just doing things a million times until it becomes second nature. And, uh, you know, I think that's – I think you would, would agree with that. And, you know, when I say it's just repetition, rep, just got to keep at it, keep doing it. And eventually it becomes second nature and becomes part of you. And once that happens, kind of smooth sailing from there. Well, you know, you're 100% right. And I remember – you know, when I first trained again in 83, I was in Hawaii at Peter Mavia's school with the Samoans, and it was kind of rough and tumble. And then when I went down to Luces in 88, which was five years later, and spent 10 months down there, he would, there would be days where we would go to the gym and lift for two and a half hours and go to the restaurant and eat two and a half hours. And all we would do for two and a half hours straight was lock up over and over and over again. We would do nothing but lock up until that lock up was perfect. He wouldn't go one step further with anybody. So it would be literally hours of locking up over and over and over again. Yep. And I, and I, I get it a hundred percent. I mean, it's, you know, I, I keep those, those old school adaptations to, you know, to, to my training now. I mean, it's, I've got probably 10 students in there right now that are going through a, a, a succession of pinfalls where, you know, I've been going through a schoolboy, you know, backslide and a small package. And, um, you know, I pair them off, and, you know, there's, there's times where we'll, we will get past that. Maybe we'll be on that for three hours because if they're not going to get it right, we'll keep doing it. We'll keep going until we do. There's no rush. You know, there's things going on nowhere. You're going to be back the next day for training. You know, we'll pick right. up where we left off and until you get it right. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna graduate you. I'm not going to put my stamp of approval on you. I'm not, you know, until you get it right because for several reasons. I mean, I don't want you to go out there and actually hurt yourself, uh, hurt somebody else, you know, or – um, being a little bit, you know, arrogant, I guess. Maybe that's not that's the right word, but, you know, you represent myself in the World Wrestling Network involved at FIP and Shine and ECW and, and all the, the brand families, and, and, and it's, uh, um, I, I, I hold that in high regard. So, you know, if, um, if I release somebody from here to, to, to do shows and graduate them, um, you know, you better damn sure, but better believe they're going to know the basics to, to, to get by, you know, because, we all know you don't learn to work at a wrestling school. You learn to work when you have the road. So. Well, you, you know, the other thing, too, is at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what their gimmick name is when they're out there. At the end of the day, it's got Kiyatsu on the back of your jersey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Um, and I look yeah. at them as my kids. I mean, I've got, I got uh, kids that range from a kid, you know, which I only agreed to train one that was under 18. And uh, um, she's an anomaly and incredible athlete. Um, we're probably going to be paying to see her here in the next, you know, three or four years. Um, but outside of that, I got everybody that's ranged from anywhere between 20 to, to 38, you know, and I call them my kids. And they're not, they're grown adults, you know, but, you know, I look at them as, as my kids, and it's, uh, that's how I treat them. That's how I, I view them. And um, but just like you would with children, you know, you, 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 you can't just break them down. You got to build them back up, and you got to um, prepare them for that cool ass world that's out there. And, and this industry is not. It's not it's not a, a, a walk in the park like just in journeyman. It's not glamorous, you know, it's it's difficult, it's yeah. hard, it's heartbreaking. Um, it's it'll make you sad, it'll make you cry, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you excited, happy, elated, and then in the same regard, now or later you'll be wanting to put the fist in the wall. So um yeah. you know, we, we I don't I don't just teach you moves, I mean I teach you how to be emotionally strong and um I'm there for my students forty four hours a day. You know, the day that online is open twenty four hours a day and I tell my students all the time, I said, Don't make me so psychic, you know, uh, take care of your body, take care of your mind. Um, you know, tuck your chin, put your hand up, 
personal trainer, and, and you know, sometimes I'm dad, sometimes I'm brother, uh, sometimes I'm coach, sometimes I'm a friend. Um, you know, so it's uh, it, 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 the clock doesn't stop when we walk out of here. You know, um, right. I mean, I could call Adrian right now if I needed him, and he would, he would be there to talk to me. So, you know, that's the way it is. I'll, I'll tell you, one of the things you got to do, and I know you do it, is you got to desensitize these kids because, like I, I used to tell my guys, I'd say, as hard as I am on you, as much as I yell and scream at you guys here, trust me, this is nothing to the, the, the kind of <laughs> lack of sensitivity you're going to get out there on the indie because it is going to be, you know, there's going to be days when you're demoralized, days when you're humiliated, days when you're ashamed, days where you feel like you, you just wrestled in front of 25,000 people, great matches, not so great matches. There's going to be a lot of emotions, a lot of things going up and down. So here's your sensitivity training. doesn't matter how many times I use a four-letter word or how much I swear at you. It's going to pale in comparison to when you get out there and you start working 100 nights a year. And you know what? Oh, without a doubt. I made that exception once to training the kid under the age of 18. He did pretty good for himself. He goes by the name of Joey Mercury. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> he was 16 yeah. with his mother's written permission. So, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. He was about a buck 30 soaking wet. And I said, I don't know. There's just something. When I asked him why he wanted to be a wrestler, I don't even remember what he said. But after 30 minutes, I said, all right, stop, kid. I'll take you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you know, you, you've got those mm-hmm. ones that are, that are just anomalies, you know, that are just, they get it from the offset. You yeah. can't teach it. It's, it's a, it's a uh, an in factor, an a, a factor, whatever you want to call it. And it's, uh, they don't come around often. You know, there's, there's Austin Theory is that guy, you know, now he's this, uh, he's an anomaly. He got it from the second he's, second I met him, he was 19 years old. He got it, you know, and, um, you know, there, there's a few of those that come around every now and again and, and you just, yeah. you know, you just hold on to your life because you know, there's going to be a big star one day. And, um, you know, you just want to hope they keep their heads on straight and, uh, stay healthy. And uh, yeah, it took, don't make a mistake that you did, you know. It took me ten years. Easily, easily, yeah, easily. <laughs> I mean, it's, I tell you, I tell you, see, uh, uh, last week at the shows that we had here at WWN, I said, you know, you're looking at five years before that light bulb starts to glimmer, starts to yep. uh, to give you a little bit of a hint of light. You know, you're a decade in before you're you're passable. You know, fifteen years, you're, you're okay. You know, I don't I never believe anybody ever gets great. There's a few greats. You know, Shawn Michaels is a handful. You know that I consider great, um, but you know I don't, I don't believe the majority of us ever really get great. You know we're we're good, and uh, you know we can hold our own. Um, but to be great at this is is a whole other level, and uh, we all strive for it. Um, you know, but I think if everyone strives for that and 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 becomes good, I think that's a pretty damn good ratio in my opinion. You know. Yeah, I think I did the I think I did the best I could have done with the tools that God gave me. <laughs> Hundred percent. I was. I, you know, I, mean, I can't do a quarter, a quarter of what these kids are doing now. I mean, I was. I had to be the, the pleasure and an honor of training and coaching with, alongside you know Mr. Regal. Uh, and and when I say coaching alongside him, I mean I was literally just listening. I was learning from him. I'm learning, listening. And um, you know, the he said it too. He's like, you know, the athletes, guys that are coming up now, guys and girls, they're just they're, they're incredible athletes. They're um, incredibly gifted. And, you know, I can't do a, you know, knowing near what they could possibly do, um, you know, if we could just, if we could just slow them down long enough and, and teach them how to tell a good story, um, you know, we're going to have a great generation of, of, of pros on our hands. And um, that'll have a little bit of everything. And I think mean, that's the key is just really learning how to, how to 
tell that story and slow down long enough to understand why we're doing certain things. And, um, you know, I think I read something from you a couple of years ago, and I kind of, I'm, I'm sure I chop it up and destroy it, but um, I just remember the one piece where it says, you know, um, you know understand why you do something. You're just not going to pick somebody up and body slam in the corner just because you can do it. You know, there's got to be a reason for everything that you do. And I used that last week, and I said, you can't, just because you can do something doesn't mean, you know, I can walk in the middle of the ring and, and, and urinate in the middle of the ring. You know, that doesn't mean that because that, I can do it, I should do it. And, uh, right. and I said, you know, it, it's, you're going to get a reaction, you know, all right, not quite the reaction that you want, you know, um, you know but you're going to get one. And that's what uh, you know, I try to explain to everybody here is that, you know, it's, it's about telling a story. It's about reading a book. You know, you can't go from yeah. the forward to the end. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all the music you know, that really matters. I think I simplified it simplified it in recent years. Who, what, where, when, how, why, and when. I mean, that's what you need Absolutely. to know. Who, who what, where, when, how, Absolutely. and why. And if you can yep. if you can answer that from the first, from the lockup till the final three count or whatever you're going to do at the end, if you can answer those, all those questions and put everything together from start to finish and connect it, it's like a big jigsaw piece puzzle, you know. You can stuff pieces where they don't go, but when you're done, it's kind of ugly. But if you take your time, you slow down, and you put them in the right place, you end up with this beautiful picture that was just a bunch of pieces of cardboard when you started. So, but you know, it's it's really cool being able to to see the picture after it's done. You know, like it's it's um, you know, the the I don't use the term art very often. So I really don't. And um, you know, but in in reality, you know, what we do is. You know, of course, a, a full vault, and and um, you know, you never hear me really say that a whole lot in public because I don't really care for the term a lot the way it's used now. Um, right. Where, where right. the art comes in is, is being able to suspend, you know, their their beliefs, even if it's for an hour or two hours. You know, making them believe that what what you're doing is is is, is not just I think it's really real because I mean everyone knows what what's going on nowadays. So I try to make them believe I'm real, not necessarily what I'm doing is real. And Johnny Valentine said that years ago. You know, right. so I can't make you believe what I'm doing is real, but I can make you believe I am. And that's the key. Right. You know, I, in my opinion. And, um, Absolutely. You know, and I'm you know, right. 100% right. That? And, you know, I, I said years ago, no. I said it's funny, it's funny that Salvador Dali, guys like Salvador Dali, and guys like Renoir, they all painted on a canvas, right? And they they made thousands of paintings, and, and each one has four or five that are invaluable and worth millions, and they were just, you know, as, as good as it gets. And what people see in an art gallery, the average person when they see those paintings, is what I see in a wrestling match that's also on a canvas that's a match that's put together and paced exactly right with the correct move and the correct response and the transition and the psychology and everything in exactly the right spot. That sequence is one of those masterpieces to me. And the, ironically, they're both done on something called a canvas. And that's that's my relation of art to wrestling, you know, is if we have an entire career, we have an entire career, 20 or 30 years out there for Lucky, and we had every single match on film, we would pick out or people would pick out three or four or five maybe of those 2,500, and they would say, you know what, everything was just right. Not perfect because there's no such thing. Not great because I don't believe Five-star matches are at the end of the rainbow with the yeah. leprechaun, the pot of gold, the unicorn, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I used to say Bigfoot, but I've seen pictures since then, so I can't use that anymore. But that's where five-star matches exist. 
you know, having a match for the psychology's right, the timing's right, and there's that chemistry between two guys, and it's, you know, it's organic. You didn't plan anything out. You just went out and did it, and it just came out so good. If you look back on those two or three, four matches, because I can tell you most of my matches, I can't watch them. I look out of the side of my eyes, and I cringe, and I make a thousand corrections during a 10-minute match. But there are a couple, two or three that I look at and say, wow, that actually, I would still pick it apart, but most people wouldn't see what I see because we're our own worst critics. Sure. Yeah. Nick, 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 you got any questions for Frankie? Because I'm hogging airlines. No, um, I did want to bring up one thing. Um, and again, I don't want to just talk about what was in the film because obviously I'm really excited for people to see it. But I'm going to say, he says something about, I know and you hope your mom was proud. Uh, Number one, you weren't the only one with tears in your eyes, let me tell you, because I was ruined at that. But she was proud of you, man. Uh, watching that, the damn right she was. Uh, I just have to say that because I, I put it right in brackets that I had to bring that up to you because it just was so, it was touching, and you weren't the only one with tears in your eyes. My daughter was sitting there too with me, and she had tears in her eyes, so. I want you to know your mom's proud of you, man, because uh, it's, it's unbelievable what you're doing. You're down there with these young kids, and you're, you're, you're helping bring up the next generation that, you know, guys that'll carry on the legacy that is professional wrestling. I really appreciate the kind words. And it's, um, you know, the, uh, um, you know, the, the truth be told, you know, I, I was going to go to school to be a lawyer, and I'll never forget coming home and telling my mother that I wanted to be a professional wrestler. That <laughs> and I remember telling her, you know, I'm, I'm a little fat Italian kid, five foot nothing, and I'm telling her I want to be Hulk Hogan, you know, and he's six foot, you know, eight or whatever, six foot five, whatever he is, 300 pound, you know, giant. And, uh, you know, he's a little chubby, fat Italian kid with, you know, um, you know, playing soccer. And, uh, you know, I want to be a wrestler, ma. And I remember laughing and patting me on the head a little kid. And, of course, I got older. I went to college for a couple of years, got my two-year degree, and and I remember I got up one in, in the middle of, of some algebra class or something, and just I left my books in there, and I got them left. And it's you know the rest of history. And and you know she always supported me, even though she didn't you know at first she didn't like the idea, which of course you know I can't imagine any mother being excited that their son is going to get chased under his head um, for a living. But um you know she, she supported me 100 percent up until the very last day. And um you know just like this film, you know it was that you know, my driving force, you know, and, and everything I said, everything in there is real, everything in there is. You know, I always make the time across to like walk there and, and um, always believing I'm an angel on your shoulder and, and having the opportunity that I've got that I've received from, you know, South Moy and, and, you know, at Gates supposed to be able to work with WWN and being able to bring up that next generation is, is something I've, I would have never seen in 25 or, you know, 10 years ago that I'd be a, you know, trainer at Rutgers for helping build the next generation um, and having the opportunity to work with um, NXT and, and, and guys and girls that are coming up now in the world of you know, entertainment um, and helping them, you know, you know to develop. It's insane to me. Like, I just, like, I pinch myself any time to do these camps because, you know, it's a really amazing opportunity to, to have. And, um, and, and that's something I think very serious. You know, I don't think there's going to be anything past popping a crowd or, or working that crowd that I would love more. And, you know, coaching and training is, is, is right up there and, and kind of inching, it, it's inching it out as time goes on. 
And, um, you know, hopefully down the line, and you know, if, if, if it's in the cards and God willing, I'll, you know, end up with a, hopefully my goal is to get a job with the, you know, uh, at the PC, you know, with NXT. And, and um, you know, that's really what I'm working towards. And, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for, you know, Sal Amoy and Gabe Sporty and, and um, you know, given the opportunity to do that and put me in line for that. And um, I'm just working my tail off, trying to, you know, be as good as I can possibly be and, and uh, better than I was yesterday and make my students better than they were yesterday. And uh, I think if, we, if I can get, you know, one or two of those kids that are coming up now, then I did my job. You know, I started out with, you know, Ron Lee and, and he gave me an opportunity when no one else would and, uh, you know, send me all over the world. So I had opportunities to wrestle in England, China, and Puerto Rico and the Republic and a lot of places. And, and very thankful for that. And, uh, of course, it's led me to build a lot. And, you know, it's, it's, I've taken a little bit of a friend of from everybody. Um, and uh, uh, guys, again, guys and girls that, that didn't have to take the time to, to, to coach me and train me and, and mentor me, um, you know, I owe it to them, you know, to, to help that their legacy move on to me and, and make it, you know, take it a little bit of my, my seasoning, you know, put it in the pot and, and, and make these kids the next, you know, the next rock or the next rock or the next time team. And, and um, you know, that, that's, that's really, it's, it's pretty amazing to see somebody come in with first day, don't know a thing, you know, out of shape, and then to see where they are a year later, and uh, you know, they're confident and they're, they they think well about themselves. And it's uh, I my first kid, Richard, Richard Dennis is here right now, and he showed up to me at 300 something pounds, and uh, um, he got sent to me by Sunny Blaze. I'm sure you guys remember Sunny Blaze. Of course. From, uh, uh, yeah, but he Sunny Blaze sent him to me, and he was my first student. And uh, I asked him what his goals were, and he said, uh, he goes, I just want to wrestle. You know, he didn't say he wanted to be a WWE star. He said, I just want to wrestle. And, uh, and I said, I, I, I made him two times because I said, you're going to learn more about yourself than you'll ever learn in your entire life. I said, and you might, you might realize that this isn't for you. I said, but you'll still cross his bridges when you come to it. And uh, he's, he's debuted since then. And he's uh, 191 pounds right now. That's, you know, over, you know, 100 pounds. And uh, he's in a good physical condition and confident and um, holds his head high. And, uh, um, to me, that's that's pretty cool. You know, to me, that's success. You know, to have somebody that thinks uh, all about themselves, not just in the wrestling industry, but as, as a person. You know. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. You know, when you listen, here, here's the thing: is money gets spent, houses get sold, cars get traded. The real success in life is: did you put your best foot forward? Did you work hard? Did you get respect to your peers? At the end of your career, do you have a hundred numbers in your phone that you can call and guys will actually take your calls? I mean, you know, that's 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 the level of success. Hey, I wanted to I wanted to tell you that, you know, watching the movie to me, one of the parts that really got me, um, was towards the end when you got the call down to the training center you're at. Because yep. I knew I knew the deal about the whole Nashville fiasco. So I, I knew what happened, obviously, being close to Damien and you and everything. Sure. You know, I knew what happened. I knew how you guys had, you know, how everything had looked and been portrayed and, and then how the rug got pulled out from underneath you. And, uh, you know, when when you got that call and you had a chance, you and Stormy had a chance to go back to Florida, I was like, wow, man, that that's the one that hit me in the gut. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. I mean, I just, um, I've you know, I've worked for Sal for years, and and uh, you know, he was always very good to me. Um, always left the door open even when I was young and dumb and would leave and you know, grass was greener, you know, 
Um, he never held it against me. Always, uh, I remember when I called him years back, and I said, hey, I want to want to come back. And he said, he goes, the door never closed. He was welcome back in time. And uh, always, always, always left the door open. And um, when, when he offered me a job, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I remember I was looking for a style battle. <laughs> it was funny because I was upstairs, and I was swimming in the clothes nest where Sal was, and I said, hey, we got to buy a house. And I said, well, what are you talking about? I said, we're going to move home. <laughs> she was like, what? As I'm walking, and I texted, I said, I got to go. And I went to the living room and said, yay, hi, yay, hi. I can't pronounce the last name. And, uh, and that's pretty much how it went, you know, and it was uh, when I got the call, and it was, it was, it was pretty amazing. And, 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 you know, to, to get the call from him, you know, to make it official, and uh, being able to call Ron and tell him, hey, I'm moving home, you know, it was, it was such, a, such a cool feeling. Um, and then, of course, you know, nothing's easy. When he's home, and that's when the work began. You know, I mean, it really, I didn't have 20 students when I started out. You know, I didn't. So we had to build it from the ground up. And uh, we did. And we are. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're led into what I'm doing now. You know, so I'm, I'm, very, I'm just, I'm real fortunate and thankful. Um, you know, some days are great. Some days are just like any other job. Some days are great. Some days are, you know, hard. Some days are funny. Some days are sad. But, um, That's you know, well, yeah, and every day I see hit the floor, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do something that, you know, other people dream of doing. Um, I've seen places and been, been around people and met people and, and have life experiences that, you know, most people will never have. And um, people are able to live vicariously through us, you know, as performers and, and as wrestlers. And, uh, you know, just like, just like in the film, it's, it's, it's true when I said, you know, we have a very important job. You know, it's, it's you know, it's not about what goes on in the brain. It's about emotion. It's about um, being able to, to make that, that person or that family or that father or that mother forget about their problems for a couple of hours. Put it in my right. hands. Let us entertain you. Let us watch the world. Let us let you forget about your bill, your electric bill, your divorce, or your whatever it is that you're going through, and just have a good time. You know, and do the hell out of me. Hate me. Take all your frustrations out on the fact you want that, that, that your hero to beat the crap out of me. You know, that's what I'm here for. You know, exactly. and that's, that's my job. That's a pretty damn cool job, right? Exactly, exactly. Hey, listen, can you hold on for like one minute so we can get our sponsors in? Because there's, yeah, a, there's yeah, a little game, little, little game I want to play with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, hit it next. Hey guys, I gotta tell you about this new product that Cubal and I just started using. It's called RedlineGoods.com. Q, I was on, I ordered a bunch of products from this site, man, and you weren't lying. Man, I'm telling you, you know that tuner car I got, that old Eclipse that I've been working at? I got the, it's called the flat side steering wheel. It's a steering wheel, and it's all hand stitched. And it's the bottom side that it run is flat, and it's for you know tuner cars. And I got the matching boot for the shifter that is handmade and hand stitched Italian leather. Let me tell you something, dude. This thing looks sweet. The rest of the car not so good, but the steering wheel, the boot cover, fantastic. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I got 1993 LeBaron, and my kids are so embarrassed when I drive this thing around. I went on this site you told me about. I used the promo code. Q-Ball, save 15%, and my kids love it. I got the coolest looking shifter. I've got new pads.
pads on the brake and the gas. I mean, I have done this thing up. The outside still needs some work, man. This place is loaded with colors and it's shipped worldwide. Like, you were not kidding. I mean, I am shocked. And you know what, Nick? Everything's hand-stitched and handmade in its own shop by him and his family. So, you know, it's, it's handcrafted Italian leather. It's amazing stuff. It's redlinegoods.com. Uh, the owner's name is Mike. He's a friend of ours. And if you just happen to mention promo code QBALL, you're going to save 15% on your entire order. So make sure you go there, folks, redlinegoods.com, all one word, redlinegoods.com, and check out their selection of really nice handmade Italian leather, Kutra Monster vehicle, and a lot of other cool products they have for cars. Listening to the best podcast of all time. This is Cue Ball Carmichael Tony. We'll be right back after a brief commercial message. Pro Wrestling Universe. It's Time once again for turnbuckles, trunks, and titles. All right, we are back here. You, you are back on the airways, brother. So, what do you think of that name, Triple T Radio? Turnbuckles, trunks, and titles. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I, was, I told my students before I walked out here, one of my one of my students, bless her heart, tells me she asked a lot of questions. Uh, so then she went. But uh, she said, uh, she goes, I said, I got to sit down for about maybe a half hour, 45 minutes. And I got to do a podcast. She goes, well, what podcast? I said, well, that's none of your business. I said, I already had a wife, and I barely answered her. Um, I said, but uh, so it's called Triple T Radio. And, uh, and she was like, well, well, what does that stand for? And I was like, turnbuckles, titles, and, and uh, something else. She's like, turnbuckles, trunks, and titles. That's it. And so it better not be anything cold where I sat at and I just walked outside. So, um, but, um, yeah, I think, it's like, but, you know, I think it's a fantastic game. And I love the graphic, too, with Poppy. Um, but, no, it's, uh, I think it's really catchy. That's what I like. I like something that sticks out in my mind. It's catchy, and it rolls off the tongue. So, uh, it, kudos for that. We were knocking it back and forth, and it just it just kind of, like, changed me. What are, what, what are we about? What are what three things we can put together that kind of rhyme we're about? Well, we're always getting a turnbuckle. We're wearing trunks, and hopefully someday we get a title. So let's just let's. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. So <laughs> I like that, man. I like that. That's good stuff. Word association time. You ready? Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Chase Stevens. Ten words or less. Last of a dying breed. What? Last of the dying breed. He's uh, one of the best ever. He, um, yeah, he's uh, definitely one of the best ever. Last of the dying breed. And don't try to out drink him. No, absolutely. I learned from that SOB. I don't know what you I don't drink anymore, and I don't for that reason. I don't either. <laughs> Not for that reason, but I don't either. <laughs> Luke Hawk. Constant professional, um, revolutionary, um, uh, fantastic pro. Damian Wayne. Double tough. Um, 
easily one of the toughest journeymen, pardon the pun, um, that I've ever been in the ring with. Yeah, for sure. Christian James. Here's this is more of a question. Can that man go three words without throwing an F bomb? <laughs> I remember the, look, I'll do the word associations in just two seconds, but let me tell you the story. So when we signed with Global Genesis, I'm on the I'm on the conference call, me and Paul Stewart and Global Genesis. Now imagine all these you know, the LA suits and the guys from Las Vegas and all deal with the Hollywood people and the actors and running with the cross of hair and of course then we get you know, Christian James, and they watch the back of the record. It's that little step out of the head. It's like Casino and Goodfellas all put together, but done in a Kentucky accent. You know, so, um, and it's hilarious because what you see on that clip is him. That's him 24 7. It's, it's, he's, uh, he is literally, um, I mean, honestly, there, there's, what people don't know is, is, you know, he really was one of the first people that really stayed screen and I. You know, he was, uh, his booking and his company was what put food in our, our fridge, and that was legit. And that's 100% legitimate. Um, anybody I, I talk to or talk about the movie, I, I, I say that about him. Um, as far as word association, I would say uh, uh, huge heart. Um, as big as his heart is, his mouth is. Um, he's uh, as hell. You know what? And family he man. so genuine, it was ridiculous. When I looked at that movie... Yeah. Because I know everybody in there but him. And so yeah. I was my first introduction to him. I knew his name. I know who he is and where he runs. And, but that was my first time ever hearing him talk. And I said, man, this guy doesn't care if the camera's, camera's running or not. He's going to be Tristan <laughs> James 24-7. And that's, and that's how he is and that's what you get. He's going to like it. That's just tough on you and you just have to deal with it and, um, but, you know, he's hard, good mouth, family man, uh, tough as nails, um, good friend. Yeah, he sounded like a really good guy. He really did. Yeah. You can go a little longer on this next thing if you want to, and then the one after that, you can keep it really short because I'm pretty sure you're going to. The next one is Stormy <laughs> Lake. Oh. <laughs> uh, my Lord. Don't be a pussy, get choked up. <laughs> But, uh, I wouldn't be here if it was for. I'm sitting back in the house and crying like a baby. But uh, she saved my life. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, uh, I wouldn't be here so, talking to you guys. Right, take a deep breath. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, man. Love my life. <laughs> love my life. Yeah. Yeah. I listen. I know the other previous relationship so yeah. <laughs> when I saw this one start and I saw where this one is gone honestly I don't think I've ever been as happy for another brother of that <laughs> one to find the right person ever seriously because I do I remember the other she's, one, a, so. she's yeah. a saint she has to put up with me too so she's got to be a saint she was sent from the good Lord above because anybody who can put up with me anybody who can find one for five years has to be a superhero <laughs> And, and, and you know what? No, you're living proof. You've seen, probably seen my quote, right? Wrestlers should never never marry outside of their breed. 100. percent Yeah. 100. percent Yeah. Without a doubt. Man, it's it's rare. All right, you setting down, man? Yeah. Leah Hulin. Cunt. Um, I don't wish death on anybody. I really don't because it's a, it's a bad omen. Um. I, I check the obituaries in Nashville every day to see if she if she was gone. I know that sounds terrible to say, but I, I 
don't hate a lot of people. I hate her guts. Brother, I know the story. I had to throw it in there. I apologize. What a shit. Oh, right? no, no. No, absolutely. It, 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 yeah, yeah, that, that's not any different. That's like, that's like Storm Shadow and Zink Eyes, you know? Yeah, it's like the angel and the devil. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, in every sense of the word. Oh, exactly. We just went through the book of Revelation with two women's names. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> uh, give me your, give me your. I know it's going to be tough, but I want you to give me your biggest. The first match when you knew that you finally had figured it out. The light bulb came on. Because I know you remember it. I remember it. Yeah, I, I do. Um, and, and it's crazy because I was just thinking about it the other day. Um, there was there was a match that I had in, in Puerto Rico, and I think it was Cogwis. I'm not, I'm not completely certain it's the city, but um, I was in Puerto Rico working for Carlos, and I was working for Romeo. And uh, it was probably about maybe three or 4,000 you know, in this arena, and uh, oh, yeah. we're doing the thing with the Lacomai, and uh, this talk show host there, so it was Pat, and uh, I, I'll never forget the three counts, I remember he took me with his, with his finish, and I remember I laid there, and my eyes were open, and I heard the rest, and, like, oh, 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 and as soon as he hit three, that was 3,000 people all doing the count with him, and just the roar from when Kid Romeo, you know, won the match, and I remember I laid there for probably a, maybe almost a minute, you know, uh, as mm-hmm. he exited the ring. And I started bawling like a baby because I was like, it was the best feeling in the world. It was like all 3,000 people cheering went through my veins. And it was like, this is it. Like, this is, I get it now, you know. And I remember coming through the curtain, just to catch the over with me there, fix my eye on the face, fix his eyes out, and I just dropped my knees instead of prayer. And I've never been the most overly religious person. You know, I believe in, in a higher power. And, and I just dropped my knees instead of a prayer and, and just, I was like, man, this is this is my life. Like, this is what I was meant to do. And um, you know, good, bad, and indifferent. Here I am. So, <laughs> but it was that was a day. You know, it was fantastic. It was great. Thing. Yeah, we all remember. We all remember that moment where you realize that when you left that ring, that you were going to be okay. You were, you were, you were. From that point on, everything was going to be going up for you as a wrestler with matches, working with different guys. You just knew that yeah. that was like the light bulb moment where you went, wow, yep. okay. Yep. You know, you, you know it's for you, and you hope it's for you, and you pray it's for you, but then there's that one moment, that one match, where when it's over in retrospect, not right then, at that point, you know, you're feeling the rush and the adrenaline, but when it settles sure. down and time goes by and you look in perspective, you can always look back and say, that was the match where yeah. I knew that everything was 100%. going to be up from here, and and that's an yeah. important thing. that's an important thing for guys. And you know, it's it's it, it's hard to tell young guys that you know that's going to happen, and it, it's not to be confused with what goes on these days with some locker room where guys run back and grab each other and go, oh, "That was great, that was great." And you watch the match and you're like, "Yeah, it was great until the lockup." <laughs> yeah, it was great for you guys. It was it. Good the bell it was ring. a great night up until then. You know, and you know um, I, I see it all the time, you know, and I, I get a kick yeah. out of it. It's, you know, I used to get mad at it, but now it's, as time goes on and I get older, um, I get mad at a lot less um, because there's no point. There's, uh, 
you know, it's natural selection. A lot of these guys and girls are going to be gone by the wayside regardless. Um, and they'll, you know, the, the, the industry will leave them out. Um, you know, the, the old league, you know, would, would throw somebody's bag out of a locker room. And uh, now at this point, this stage of the game, um, I can't sit on the ones that I can back and reach. Uh, I know the ones that can and the ones that can't because it's everybody. They get with everybody. I can't save everyone. So I can sit on the ones that can. Uh, I'm on the ones that can. I want to know. And, and, and really want to make it, and, uh, and 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 focus on that. You know, everyone else will will leave themselves out that natural selection. And it's uh, took me a long time to, to realize that. And I mean, honestly, up until about a year ago, Sal had to Sal had pull me aside and say, "Look, hey, I understand you're passionate. I get it. You know, but you're you're the only one that's fighting this battle. You know, they they don't care. The ones that don't care, boom, you can do. They'll do. They're not going to last long." You know, take that yeah. and put it towards people that do care. And, you know, but, I mean, you think, you know, we always talk about, you know, you always keep learning. South never stepped foot in the wrestling room. He's been an editor and a producer and director and ring of honor and now involved in everything else. And, and you know, I got another light bulb went off in my head and I was like, Jesus, you know, I spent a lot of years being angry, being mad at people. Yeah. And now it's like, if, if it's, if, if you have a sense of that, man, I walk right around you. I, okay. And that's that. And I'm done with it. Yeah. You know, I don't have any yeah. time in my life for it. I'm too old. Now. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know the thing is too is you're getting to the point in your career where you you know you you ultimately can see the end for you. I mean, I wrestled a long time, so you still got a long time left <laughs> if you're careful with your body. But you can still see the writing on the wall. Lucas told me the only sure. person we can never beat is old is Father Time, and he's right. 100%. And you so you start to enjoy every minute of the business even more, which well, yeah, I, without I think a doubt. Yeah, and I think that's special. When you get to that point where you realize, hey, you know, maybe 10 years, 12 years, whatever, I'll be hanging it up or I'll be cutting way back or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I'll be training instead of working, you know. You start to enjoy every single minute of it and savor it and stuff. Oh, so, yeah, and absolutely. I mean, well, I'm able to work with guys and, and be able to build them, you know. Yeah, and I hope the kids at the school realize how lucky they are because, you know, they're getting trained by a guy who's wrestled all over the world. I, I know I know that you wrestled Tatanka for the WWE. I know that you've had strong connections there. And, you know, the wrestling of the guy that's well-connected, well-respected, wrestled all over the world. And, you know, half the guys, three-quarters of the guys out there are wrestling, getting trained by a guy who's never wrestled out of the state of Tennessee, you know. And, yeah. and he's training in Tennessee. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very a, important. It's, it's a shame, you know. Um, uh, but you know, it, 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 so I'm 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 really fortunate to have the group that I have, and and to be able to uh, um, have such a such an amazing group of young young talents that are just that are hungry, that want to learn, that want to listen, and uh, makes my job so much easier. You know, I can't say every day, you know, they're they're just like kids. You know, you know when they're learning and stuff. You know, some days are better than others, but for the most part, I've got a great group. You know, I've got a fantastic group of, of young adults that are uh, that are smart. Um, they're athletes, you know, they're, they're hungry, um, you know, and, and they, 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 they get it. They understand what, what, what their goals are, and, and um, that's really all I can ask for. Just show up every day, work hard, don't quit, and, and, you know, that's all I ask for. You know, I don't care if you're, you know, everybody gets sick, everybody gets tired, everybody, you know, I want to see, see how you react when you're, when you're blown up, when you're, when you're tired, when you're going through a depression. When you're that's going, right. That's, 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 that's a true test, you know. Yeah, test your character. Test your character. Nothing, sure. nothing in this world will test your character like professional wrestling. It'll show. It'll show if you had it or if you don't. You know, Luthez told me a long time ago. 
if you have ethics and you sell them out one time, you never had them to begin with, you know, and I can, I can say one thing about myself and I can confidently say it about you is nobody's ever going to be able to say, well, he told me this and then he did that because that's not the type of people right. we are. And that's the type of business. No, not at all. As, as I pass the torch down to guys like you or a generation younger than me, you know, I look at it like this, you know, you're a good steward of the professional wrestling business. I'm proud to call you my friend. And when you get done with this, I want you to do me a favor. As soon as you see Stormy, I want you to hug her, and I want you to tell her that I said thanks for saving your life. I will. I will definitely do that. Damn it, Q. I thought I was done crying. (laughs) Um, I I will most definitely do that. She um, she worked her tail off, you know, to – yeah, I, I appreciate it, Q. She's um she she'll definitely like to hear that. And um before we wrap up, um let me just uh, I want I wanted to save this announcement um for for the show and yeah, um, put whatever you want. Know, I haven't made it public I haven't made it public yet and uh um but I uh I got offered a job for uh to go on the road full time with Evolve uh last week. So I'm gonna be uh as of this weekend, um I'll be uh, I'll be on the road full time with Evolve with Sal and Gates Polsky. Uh, um, doing everything from producing to agenting, directing, and um, um, kind of help direct the new stars that are coming up and, and through uh, Evolve. So I'm, I'm really excited that I've got the opportunity for that position. Um, it's really going to put me in line for my, my goals and, and for what I want. And uh, to have a guy like Dave Spolsky and, and Sal trusting me enough and, and my abilities and what I bring to the table um, is, is amazing to me. Like, that's, um, you know, talk about, you know, Dave's been around for not forever. You know, he's been, you know, shadowed with Paul Heyman and leads the WWE all the way through and of course now working shoulder to shoulder with Hunter at, at the at NXT as a as a talent liaison. Um to him see that me is, is fantastic and to be offered that job is just amazing. So I'm really looking forward well, to that's crazy and, uh, news so, yeah. I'd rather got that breaking news on our show. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't put anything out. I told Sam I wouldn't say anything because I knew I was going to do a podcast with you guys. So I wanted to have everybody here here first. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, of course, be teasing and, you know, thank Dave and, 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 and Sal, you know, for the opportunity and, and appreciate their believing uh, in me. And, um, you know, looking forward to, you know, working with everybody and involved and, and to uh, help build the next generation, you know, so we can, you know, be proud of them and, and help them along, you know. Well, you know, we make our own breaks in life by working hard and doing the right thing and, Keeping our nose down and yeah. putting our putting one foot in front of the other when everybody else would just yeah. sit down and say to hell with Absolutely. it. So, you Absolutely. Know, no, you got you've it. earned everything you've got, man. Everything. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. I couldn't be happier um, for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um yeah. if you got if you guys uh if you guys have uh anything else that you need, just let me know. You got it, no. brother. Stay in touch, man. I love you. Thank brother. you. Thank you. All right, my All brother. Right. We'll talk to you soon. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> you, you did it again. <laughs> I, I didn't do no it. Frank did it. <laughs> now it's home run, man. Uh, what a great guy. Good guy. I was working and everything. I know. It, it, it's uh it's amazing. You know, I've followed his career for a very long time. We've been friends for a long time. And, uh, I, you know, I know the hardship that he's been through in his life and the things that he's been through that other people would have just thrown their arms up and went and done something else or walked away. And he just kept working and working and working. He's 
got this great documentary that won a California Film Award coming out. And he's going to be going on the road with Evolve now. I'm taking a step up. He's working hands in hands with guys at WWE. And, you know, he's in a great spot. He's, he's made all his breaks himself. And he's taking advantage of every opportunity that's presented itself. And, you know, that's all you can hope for for somebody that's a good guy, that's a brother in the business and in life. And, you know, he's there. And it's just uh, I couldn't be happier for anybody in the business to get a break like he is. Dude, it, it just, oh, it brings tears to my eyes. I'm just so happy for him. And, yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's a... He's been in some pretty dark. He's been in some pretty dark places, but he's always managed to get himself out of them, and that's the measure of a man. You know, we all have those moments in our life where things look the bleakest and the darkest, but the measure of a man is how he carries himself. Not in, not in, not in prosperity, but when he carries himself, you know, and and when things are looking down and and not looking good and stuff like that, you know. It says in, in prosperity, we know our in prosperity, our friends know us. In desperation, we know our friends. No, no true statement. That is. So man. I'm asking oh. for man. Yeah. So my, I, I really am. Yeah, we'll get him back. We'll we'll get let him get on the road and get settled in and evolve, and we'll get him back on in a couple of months, and he can talk about evolve and how things are going with that. And, Everything and I have no doubt he'll end up a trainer down at WWE or NXT. There's no doubt. Oh no, I think he will too. I really do too. Yeah, they look for guys for a guy like him. Yeah, they look for guys with character, and he's got tons of it to spare. Yes, he does. Yeah, and and nice and funny, and you know he he wants to see the business evolve. You know, no pun there, but he does. That's what he wants. Yeah. So yeah, he, when you he eats see that, it, sleeps it, breathe, eats it, sleeps it, breathes it, and drinks it. Yep, exactly. And when you see it, you know. And Hunter's doing such a great job with with uh, with NXT and all the great stuff oh, yeah. he's doing. So he knows. He he'll see that and he knows. Okay, I I got money here. So yeah. uh, he's going to be just fine, and I couldn't be more happy for him. So next week we got part two with Mike Maverick. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you something to to read over that he wrote eight years ago. Um, okay. When when because I've known Mike for 25, and you know since face I think we've been on Facebook eight, nine, ten years together, and uh, you know he's one of my true personal good buddies in the business, and and. You know, we've 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 done some great things together and had some fun. And you know, geez, we haven't even touched on the stories we all have. But he uh, he wrote something eight years ago, and I kept a copy of it. And and I'm gonna I put it in my notes, and I'm gonna send it off to you tonight to look over, and we'll talk about that with him. Of course, he probably won't remember writing it because he's one of those guys that's like, did I write that or did you write that? Because that's how Mike is. He he's like Frank. He won't take credit for anything. He'll pass the credit on. And he was an old saying. Great things happen when you don't care who gets the credit for it. And that's the truth, man. Yes, that is the truth. Yeah. 100%, brother. Yeah. So, uh, are we still on the air? Well, technically, yeah, but on the air? No. (laughs) No, it's technically, but we're not live broadcasting at this point. 
No, we're seven minutes over, pal. We're, we're still on the air, but we're not on the air. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. It's like, did you, ever, did, you, did you ever see that movie, The Internship, with Vince Vaughn? Yes, I did. On the line. Remember, he couldn't say online. It was always, so we'll put it out there, on the line. Yes, that's, that's me. right. That's me. <laughs> I made a joke earlier to Melissa. I seen the uh, preview for you, uh, and I she, when and I said you were on the phone. I said we got to watch that. It's called you, and I said not you, you, like not you, you as in you, Melissa. It's called you. Anyway, right. she just laughing at me. <laughs> so yeah, it's all fun, man. Uh, what you did this week? You sent me that that video to watch, and I'm so thankful that I got to sit and watch it. And I just, uh, I'm so thankful for this episode and and having Frankie on here and brother. I just, oh my goodness, it touched my heart in many ways. Not just uh, not just the documentary itself, but almost every piece in it. Really, well, you know. Bonnie Clyde, he's so real, you know, he's so genuine. I mean, when you get a guy who's a big, tough guy that's had thousands of matches in the career that he's had, you get a guy like that that talks from his heart to the point where it chokes him up on the show, that's about as good a show as you're ever going to get on a podcast. Yep. It really is. It's not going to get any better than that because you know that man is speaking from his heart. But as he's speaking it, he's feeling it. Yeah. And that's a I real agree. hard thing to get out of somebody. You know, and I knew we were gonna get that out of him and you know, it's it, it's that's that's the way he is. He's uh he's just you know, it's a strong person that dares to share, share the, and bear their true emotions with people, you know. And uh that's it's exactly exactly what he is. He's uh he's one of those guys that you just like I mean, you you know, there, there's some people you look at them, you're like, eh. and there's other people look at them, you're like, yeah, you know, and he's one of those yeah guys. He he gets it. And I think the first match I saw with him, he sent me from seven or eight years ago, could be nine, I don't know, it was him and Jay Lethal, and I watched that match, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a guy that I'm going to attach myself to for life because. He's another guy that gets it in a world of guys that don't get it. Boy, so. is that true? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot Boy. of guys that get it, but there's a lot more guys that don't get it. We and, could do and, an you know, episode I, on just the guys that don't get it. Yeah. You know, I, I listen, I, I've been trying to work with a couple of young guys and I got a guy that I just, I don't, I don't think gets it. You know, we got to have uh, – I'll tell you a guy who gets it. It's a buddy of mine, Johnny Romano. He's come to uh, one of my camps before. In the last seminar I had, he was a co-trainer with me at the camp because this is a kid who's taken everything I've ever said to him, everything I've ever trained him to do, and every critique I've ever given him, and he's applied it to everything he does. And he has completely changed his career, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, him and his wife just had a baby, not their third child this past week. So I'm gonna give him a couple weeks and or or a month when you're done booking your guys and we'll get him on here and he's one of those guys that'll blow you away because he just totally he totally grasps the concept of what we do why we do and you know that post that I always put 
post. It's the most stolen post in wrestling. It's it's what do you make? I yep. had him at my at my seminar. I had him read that to the guys, and he broke down during it, reading it oh, to the guys wow. at the seminar because, and I and I knew he would, and I didn't do it purposely to give him a breakdown, but that's how much he gets what we do. He couldn't read that without getting choked up. And, and, you know, that, and I knew it because anybody that gets it can't read that. And, you know, the average fan will read it and get teared up. But a guy that's in the business that reads that and understands, like, why we do what we do, it'll choke him up in a completely different way. Uh, a fan yeah. will get choked up because it's a very poignant story and it touches their heartstrings. But as a wrestler, understanding that this is why we make the 10-hour drive one way. This is why we go out there for 10 or 12 minutes with six of our seven of our friends who do the same thing is to try to take these people away from their darkness. Because as wrestlers, I don't think there's any of us out there that really has spent more than 10 years out there that have been in that dark spot before that dark place. And so what you know, the, the credit cards are maxed and the checking account says zero. And, you know, there's people out there that come to our shows that, you know, that are like that. And so to be able to take them away from their darkness is really a big deal for us. Sure, it is. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. Oh, check this out. Where is it? Julio De Niro. Do you remember him? Yep. He just texted me. He said, 17 years ago, exactly. I spent the night at your house in New Jersey so I could meet Michelle the next morning on our first date. That's his wife and the mother of his three sons. Aww. Now, are you are you telling me that there's a, there's another guy, and we should get him on, there's another guy who I've wrestled at least 75 times, traveled the road with for 10 years, got him into sales, he's got a great sales career, got three kids, and I get a text on him, that 17 years ago, exactly tonight, he spent the night at my house when I lived in New Jersey, so he'd meet Michelle the next morning on their first date. Thank you, is what he puts at the bottom of it. Nah, see, that's a friend. Yeah, you know, I've got a lot of guys in the business, like Frankie and like Johnny Romano was talking about, and like Julio here, who, who you know, I mean, I have just, just dozens of them who will send me a text or a message similar to this at some point that, you know, 11 years ago, Matt Griffin, who's a, who, who was on our show, if you remember, um, used to be JC North wrestler. He's a promoter. He's on in October. Um, yeah. He's a guy that every year that he says 21 years ago tonight, 21 years ago today, what his last post he put was 42 years ago today. I was born 21 years ago tonight. I spent my 21st birthday in Chickadee Island with Q-Ball Carmichael, and he forced me to drink all night long. I've never been so drunk or so sick in my life, but I'll never forget my 25th birthday. Thank you, brother. <laughs> oh, How nice is that, though? Yeah, that's – well, that's – you know, that's that's what happens when you treat people the way that they should be treated. That's what happens when they treat you back the way that they should be treated, and – you build a true valued friendship and relationship with these people that carries on beyond the years of wrestling for the rest of your life. And who knows, maybe into eternity, you don't know, but 
You know, to me, that's what it's about. I've always said that. It is, listen, wrestling is the medium in which I chose to reach people. But wrestling is not my life. People are my life. The young men and women that I've helped train and get into this business, the people that I've shared the opportunity with, the guys I've shared the ring with that are no longer here, and the women and the ones that still are, and the friendships and relationships, the people in my phone that, that, that if I pick up the phone and call any of these people, they'll answer the phone or they'll call me back. You know, it's still befuddling. And my wife notices this. I'll text an indie guy, and two days later, he'll text me back. I text Matt Hardy two months ago at Monday Night Raw, and he was backstage, and he texted me back within 30 seconds. And Steve Carino, if I text Steve Carino, and he's in an airport somewhere headed to a WWE show to produce it, within five or ten minutes, I'll get a text back from him, too. Friends. Yeah, yeah, friends. People you come up with, you share the road and the life with, you know. That that among all other things, you share this connection that leaves an indelible mark in history. That yeah. those those videos of me and these guys and, and those memories will be around long after all of us are still gone. You know. Absolutely, brother. So that's the business, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna close it with thank you for everything you do, brother. I love you, and uh, we will talk this week. You know we will, man, as we always do. And uh, yes, much love to you, too. And uh, yep. thank you for being here at always and making every week better and better. And uh, I look forward to uh, next week with Mike Maverick. Me, too. Oh, baby girl feels better. Talk to you soon. Hi, buddy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.